0: Welcome to the Place to Be Free podcast. I'm your host, Martha Blessing. I'm an energy intuitive, healer, spiritual channel, and a healing mentor and guide. I'm driven by the purpose of illuminating the potential in others to live their personal power, well-being, and sovereignty by connecting them to the truth within themselves. To explore my work or connect with me, you can visit MarthaBlessing.com. If you feel called to support the podcast, please leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. I so appreciate your presence here, and I'm honored to serve as a guide or companion on your path. Now, on to the episode. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. I'm talking today about feelings and what they have to do with whether or not you will step into the next level of health and healing and living that you desire. They are critically important. And I believe personally that there is a lot of confusion around how do we process our feelings in a way that is beneficial to our growth, and to moving out of these recurring patterns that create anxiety and depression and mental health issues. Now, let me be very clear. I'm not a licensed mental health counselor in any way. I did have a quite a bit of training when I was in nursing school at the local psychiatric center. Mm-hmm. But... I am drawing on my own personal experience and the successes and the experiences that I have had working with clients over the last two and a half, three decades. What happens with our feelings is that we have a tendency, so much these days is, uh, everything is the physical ailments world. We have found that Pretty much everything that is a digestive problem gets thrown into the category of irritable bowel, no matter what it is, or food allergies. And the same correlation happens with mental, emotional health and well-being. Everything gets thrown into PTSD these days, like everybody's got PTSD, right? Like there isn't anybody, I don't come into contact with anyone, clients or potential clients that don't talk about trauma of some kind. And so there's this school of, oh, I have to feel it. I have to move through it. Do I have to feel it? How can I not feel it? Like pretty much everyone is trying to not feel their pain, right? This is where addictions come from. I I got an A plus in that in that lesson in that schooling in my life, I suffered from numerous addictions starting pretty early on in my life around 14 years old, smoking cigarettes, alcohol, pot, became addicted to cocaine, was addicted to prescription pain medications for 10 years when I was living in daily chronic pain and smoking cigarettes. So today I understand depression and I understand anxiety. I also made my way out of all of those things without psychiatric care, without prescription drugs, without prescription medications, without antidepressants or anti-anxiety medications. And I have helped and led many, many clients to do the same thing. And what's so fascinating is they come to me and they there's two common, Things number one is they know they have a deep knowing that the medications are not right for them they feel more numbed out usually as people who are highly sensitive or empaths they may not really truly be aware that they are empaths or that they're feeling their own energies and intuition but there is a knowing in them somewhere that there is another way and they don't want the medications they've tried them and they've come off of them, or they aren't even willing to investigate them. They have a knowing that it's not right for them. So what happens? Energetically, there is a very, very good reason for anxiety and depression, and it is the repression of feelings in correlation to the perceived trauma. Now, I am not going to minimize anyone's trauma, anyone's life events that have created a trauma for them. And it can be the smallest thing or the largest thing. It can be something as simple as living with a somewhat narcissistic parent. It can be an emotional trauma, emotional abuse, or it can be hardcore physical abuse, which is what I went through with sexual mm-hmm. abuse. And I lived with it with really a narcissistic mother, but Let me get to the point here about the feelings and why this idea of being in your feelings can keep you stuck where you don't want to be. And part of the way out of this is understanding universal spiritual laws. You hear me talk about them pretty much in every single podcast. Why? Because they are the missing piece. They are the piece that most people don't get don't understand. That's where I was. And it just boggled my mind. How could I still be stuck in the same place? The feeling, the heaviness, the grief, the sadness of depression. When you feel it, you feel it. But when you wear a feeling over and over and over again, and you connect that feeling to an event in your life, You will wear it, and you will wear it repeatedly, and it will become your nature. I'm going to say it again. When you wear a feeling, and it becomes your nature, when you combine it and relate it to an event or trauma that has happened in your life, And so what happens is you start to wear shame, you start to wear guilt, you play that event over and over in your mind, and you hold the feeling of unworthiness, or whatever feeling it is that you decide and you choose, and that becomes your energetic frequency. Now here's how it creates mental health problems, mental illness, and All other kinds of illnesses is that the longer you hold this feeling and it becomes your nature and it becomes associated with trauma and shame and guilt it goes into your heart center that you're unlovable and you're unworthy it becomes your energetic frequency because that center is now blocked you can't give and receive the divine state of consciousness and being that you truly are, you can't give it and you can't receive it. And what happens on a cellular level is that your DNA, your genetic makeup in your cells morphs to the frequency and the consciousness that you are being and it aligns with illness patterns. This is why the way out of illness and depression and anxiety and melancholy and that feeling of something more is waiting for you in your life is because you're using your mind and your feelings in a less than positive way, unaware, that you can shift this consciousness and frequency and you're using it and it is literally creating new patterns in your body and your cells that become solidified in your body, your being, your spirit, your mind, and your reality. Ayurveda says, which if you don't know about Ayurvedic medicine, it's the first medicine there was first and longest practiced system of medicine and healing in the world 5,000 years old and it really is the catalytic of body mind spirit energetic medicine Ayurveda tells us that all illness is due to a failure of intellect what does that mean people will say well that's ridiculous Martha you know science has proven that we have genes that create cancer and we have genes go listen to Bruce Lipton' I'll, I'll pull up the The podcast episode of um, my mentor and Bruce Lipton, who is a very, very well known neurobiological scientist and world renowned in, in neuroplasticity. He says, We don't have a cancer gene. There is no cancer gene. So, how can he make this statement? How can I make these statements? Because this is truly using our minds. Staying stuck in our story and our identity from events, from childhood, from our programming. And we misuse our brain and our mind. We misuse our conscious mind and our subconscious mind. And it creates illness. The purpose of our conscious mind, the purpose of our waking state, conscious mind, in our day to day activities is to use that to set our intentions and to help direct our personal power, our internal, innate, intelligent substance, God-mind power within ourselves, which is all energy. Our purpose of our conscious mind is to use that and direct it for what it is that we want to create the power of our conscious mind and the purpose of our conscious mind is also to direct our subconscious mind, which is located in our high heart center in our physical body to direct it in the means and the manner of what it is that we want to create what are most of us doing? We are using it and entertaining thoughts that is everything but what we want. Everything but what we want. We're using it to focus on the past. We're using it to worry about the future. We are misusing our mind and our energy. And that's why Ayurveda says, it's a failure of intellect that creates illness because that's exactly what we're doing. So what do we do with feelings? Do we need to move through them? Do we need to feel them? Well, guess what? And this came up on a call I was doing the other day with someone, we're feeling them anyway. People ask me this a lot. Well, do I need to go back? Because people are afraid, right? They're focused on the trauma. They remember I had this experience. It sucked, it didn't feel good. Someone violated me in some way, either physically, mentally, emotionally. And I couldn't stick up for myself or I didn't stick up for myself. Maybe I was a young child at the time. I didn't know any better, but we have this memory and we keep replaying this memory. And we are afraid that in order to heal it, we have to go back through it and to it, which is incorrect. So what a lot of people do when they suffer from trauma is they, they let their energy, they shut down their, their personal power and their personal will and their physical body. They literally cut themselves off energetically from their body. I don't want to feel this. They also can't feel joy and celebration and intelligent substance moving through them, trying to create greatness within them and their life. And their entire energy is up in their head and their, and their mind. And then they're ruminating over and over going, I don't want to feel it. I don't want to feel it. And yet what they're doing is they're actually continuing to feel it. And they don't even know that they're putting themselves in the place to be continually feeling it, which is the emotions of anxiety and depression. It's, it's really a catch-22. It's really ironic when you think about this. I don't want to feel it. I don't want to feel it. The pain's too much. I don't want to feel it. But you're actually living in it because you've internalized the feeling and you've attached shame and guilt to it and the events and the trauma and the people who were the perpetrators and you never get out of that vicious cycle. Now, here's the way out. Choose a feeling that you do want. Choose a feeling that you do want. So if you're depressed, I have one client who's very, very depressed and almost can't function, and her mind just keeps going to this place, against all odds. Now, let me back up and say this, if you are, in a mental health situation. Yes, I do want you to go seek professional help. I do want you to go to a therapist. I do want you to go to the doctor. Because in the short term, you might need the meds. I had the ability and I knew, and I had the tools to not have to need and use and do that. I knew it was an energetic cause. But until you learn this, and until you start to integrate and do these practices, The energy can't shift. Your attention can't shift. So you may need to do the meds. They're not a long term solution. They mask the problem, they mask the root cause, which is the feeling that you are attaching to the events and replaying over and over and over again with your mind, with your conscious mind, with your thoughts. So pick a new feeling. What do I want to feel? I want to feel love I want to feel self-love how could I feel self-love if I were in self-love what would that look like what would I do each day now you're experiencing the depression anyway you are experiencing the feeling of it anyway you are feeling the shame and it's heavy but you might say and this is what the client said to me I would go to the beach I would get outside, I would walk. That would make me feel joy to be out in nature. Okay, go do that. Because the only way out, you can't think your way to a new state of being. You have to act as if it's already here. So how you got yourself here was you wore the feeling for so long of unworthy, unlovable, trauma, shame, and guilt, that it became your nature and it created an energetic frequency of depression. You can practice wearing a new feeling. And I know this sounds ridiculous, but it's not. It's very real. Practice going out even though you are depressed. Practice experiencing a new feeling so that that, becomes your nature and when you do that along with the subconscious reprogramming of creating a new story and a new identity that you are not what happened to you everything changes because you've let a little window and a path of light and a new direction and a new feeling come into your consciousness and your frequency And when you repeat that over and over, you will still be creating in the exact same way that you created the anxiety or the depression, but you'll be creating what it is that you do want. Now, the other piece to this is that somewhere in there, you've made an agreement, a spiritual agreement, probably when you were a young child, you've made an agreement that keeps the core wound alive. That's another subject, another topic, another podcast. And I've talked about that many times, but this is the work that we do in my Awake, Align, and Embody programs, reprogramming, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, karmic, energetic, well-being. So your transformational takeaway is to remember that, and in, in look where in your life are you doing this? Where are you taking a particular feeling and wearing it so much that it becomes attached to an event and it's creating the shame and the guilt and that becomes your first nature and your frequency. You can unpack this, you can pull this apart. Unfortunately, what happens in therapy is people just keep refocusing, refocusing, refocusing. They literally, people come to me and they say, oh my God, like, I've done therapy, I've done all this stuff, why aren't I better? How come doctors and therapists don't know about this? Well, they have to play by the insurance rules, they have to play by the code of standards, right? And so they keep you focused on everything that it is that you don't want. They're certainly not bringing in universal laws and they're not bringing in spiritual esoteric wisdom teachings that have been around forever and ever and ever. You have the ability to use your conscious mind, to change your internal frequency and consciousness. That is your free will. That is your internal sovereign power. As a spiritual being, my job is to illuminate that potential in you and help you get there and understand how to get there. I hope you find this helpful. Thank you for being here and I will see you in the next episode. for listening to the Place to Be Free podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to marthablessing.com forward slash freestyle.